Hello everybody, this is Captain Katz. And we are Katz. Okay, and we are back. Uh, just to let you guys know, uh, sorry if we didn't put up an episode every day for uh, the Comic Con at Home event. Uh, things came up, so we're just going to compile it all in one big one today. So, um, we're just going to get to it. Wednesday, Thursday, they were pretty good. Wednesday was really good, especially when it comes to educational stuff, as I said before. Thursday was kind of like a, um, kind of like a buffet, you know. There's things that you like, there's things that you don't like, so you stick to what you like, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yes, there was a couple of panels here and there that were canceled um, throughout the event. But overall, it was okay. And um, there were certain panels. I'm trying to remember what was on Thursday, but it was one I wanted to do or see. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, given the time and uh, the uh, circumstances, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a prior engagement came came like shortly, almost before it happened, and I was like, ah, All right. So um, overall, Thursdays was pretty good. Um, Fridays, um, so. Thursday was kind of like eh, a hit and a miss. So, um, even though that there was some pretty good ones, it was still like a hit and a miss. Then came Friday. Friday was the most... Friday was interesting. Friday was good. Um, the Eisner's Award was actually really, really good. Um, it was... Uh, even though that it, usually the event would take like about two hours to three for it to be done. Mm-hmm. This one was done under an hour. Um, you know, we had Phil Lamar, who was the MC, did a pretty, he did a really good job. You know, um, yeah, he he did a really good job. I wished Phil would have done some voice acting work during the award thing. You know, or oh, to spice but, it up. Yeah, spice up a little bit, but it was good nevertheless. He was being he was being very professional. So I, I had to give credit what credit was due. Um, well, kind of, um, has there ever been ties in the Eisners? You know, considering that uh, in the, the uh, manga category, there was a tie. Yes, there was a tie. Um, the Cats of Lavore and um, Witch Hat Altair was tied, so congratulations to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, congratulations to also uh, Way of the House Husband, that won Best Humor. Um, not only that, but congratulations to all the winners and all the finalists. Uh, congratulations to all of them. They really were truly deserving this year. Um, some uh, some favorites won, some didn't. But over and all, it was great. Um, Jackie Estrada, who does the Eisners, uh, got to give her a lot of respect because, you know, she had to do something that was completely hard, especially, too, with the whole COVID thing, you know, and was very dedicated to try to get the Eisners up, you know, to go. So I have to give really... Um, a, a huge shout out and a lot of respect to her to Jackie Estrada. Not only that too, but they also did the the Bob Clampett Humanitarian Award and who also, won that one? Um, it was four organizations. I can't remember off the top of my head. And then um, then came the Hall of Fame. Um, but um, it was interesting. It was good. Stan Sakai got in. Um, Bill Watterson of Calvin and Hobbes got in. That was no, you know, he was basically like the Derek Jeter of this year's, of the Hall of Fame, you know, couldn't go wrong. So congratulations to all the people of the Hall of Fame 
I got in. Um, but then there was also another panel that was interesting too, and it was the storytelling and wrestling. Oh yeah, that one that was moderated by the Consul General of... Um... No, that was Saturdays. This one was basically telling how storytelling and wrestling go hand in hand. Um, to be quite honest, it was kind of interesting, but not at the same time. They were just kind of generalizing it. Um, and I was kind of really disappointed because they could have gotten really in-depth with it, or they could have got former writers uh, who did a lot of the writing for the industry. Uncle Dave! <laughs> yeah, they could have got Dave Meltzer. Dave could have got Uncle Dave, Uncle Dave Meltzer. He would have done a really good... Uh, him. I know I would get backlash on this, but... Jim Cornette? I don't know. I was thinking, okay, it was well, that, well, okay, well, I, I was actually going to say uh, Vince Russo, uh, even though he's uh, hated. Yeah, I mean there was a period where he, you know he did a good job, and then uh, obviously we all know where what happened afterwards. Right, you know that. I, okay, yeah, or maybe a couple of former writers from WWE that just recently got let go um, during Black Wednesday this year, and um, could have had them or the. Um, you know, or actually got a couple more wrestlers, you know, a lot of former wrestlers from different eras and just try to, like, get their feedback on what was storytelling like back then, you know. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing, I wouldn't mind having Ric Flair to be there or I wouldn't mind having um, New Jack sim- simply because how the way, you know, because come on, the 90s, it was it was all over the place in the 90s, you know. And ECW reigned supreme. Yeah. And it was all Polly. Yeah. See, or I would have had Polly. Yeah, I would have loved to have Polly on this panel. Or, um, Paul Heyman. In case yeah. So. Yeah. Or, you know, like, um, they could have got people from, from Mexico or from Europe or from Japan, you know, and talked about how the way storytelling was there in that, in, in, in their respective regions. Um, in Canada as well, in their respective regions of how storytelling was told over there, you know, in those parts of the world, and for you know, so that would have been, that would have been more interesting to see. Um, we also had the, um, you know, there, there was a lot of good things. We had the Bill and Ted uh, panel, which was interesting, which was good. And they showed the uh, the trailer too. Yeah, they showed the trailer, and I'm so what I'm surprised was that you know, I think it was uh, Ted's dad. Yeah, he's still alive, and mm-hmm. he's in the movie. He's yeah, doing the old-fashioned. What the hell are you guys doing? You guys are ruining with your rock and roll crap. You're not going nowhere. He's. I'm surprised. Yeah. So. Um, well, what? I, I'm just hoping, like, if they brought Missy back. <laughs> Maybe. Um. So yeah, uh, Keanu Reeves did two panels. He did the Bill and Ted, and he also did the John Constantine. Or the Constantine film that he did, so that was um, that was interesting. Uh, Amazon went all out this year. A lot of their shows, um, I thought that was a smart move. They also did um, their own convention, but that we'll, we'll get into that other aspect of it later. A lot of TV, I'll, I'll admit, a lot of TV, especially from Amazon and from Hulu. Um, a little bit here and there from Adult Swim. Uh, Netflix was a no-show. 
but we'll, like we'll get to the good and the bad. Uh, Saturday was also an interesting day too. There was a lot of uh, a lot of indie stuff, a lot of entering uh, interesting topics. Um, whether it, whether it was either about uh, using art as propaganda during World War Two, to conspiracy theories, to uh, understanding the history of lucha libre, which was which was interesting, but yet at the same time, yeah, that's the one I was talking about. Yeah, it was yeah. moderated by the Consul General of uh, Mexico, yeah, who was located in uh, Little Italy. Yeah, it was interesting, but I was kind of disappointed because he kind of like made it boring. If I it's like, don't 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 get me wrong, okay. The three panelists that was on there, they were telling a lot of good history. They were telling a lot of good stories. I think it wasn't enough time for one hour to tell about to summarize the history and the culture aspects of lucha libre and how impactful it was to the wrestling community. Yeah, especially in the olden days. I mean, you got. Yeah. I mean, you got you know like uh, the original Doctor Wagner. Hell, you got the original Blue Demon. Hell, this one. This, how long was it? It was about an hour. It's not even enough to talk about El Santo. El freaking Santo. Yeah. I think even, a Santo, a Santo it, would have had his own panel. No, like a whole... Maybe three days worth of panels. Mm. I don't even get started with the movies. Woo! Yeah. But still, you know... Um, and then they had uh, Rey Mysterio. Not Rey Mysterio Jr. now, who's currently wrestling... Um, I think the original Rey Mysterio. No, no, or the no second it was, it was, it was Rey Mysterio, Mysterio. Um, now no. that was Rey Mysterio Jr. Yeah, yeah. So, um, no, 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 it wasn't the Rey Mysterio that's wrestling in WWE. No, 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 It wasn't. It was his uncle. Yeah. So, um, yeah, see, that's how convoluted it was, uh, with Lucha Libre. You know, there's so many people that have the same name, but you just don't know which one is it. And they always differentiate. Yes. So, um, that was alright. Um, Sundays was interesting as well. Sunday was laid back, but they did have a lot of good panels. You know, they had the Emily the Strange, um, they had some comic ones, they had some tabletop ones, but then, um, overall, give or take panel-wise and stuff like that, it was okay. It wasn't the best that was out there, but it was good enough for what it was. Here's the negative aspect. I, I, we I, we got to bring this up. Well, the first one is the tidbit. Um, remembering, like you know, since Com- well, since Comic Con at home is now over, um, what I, the one negative thing is I miss the most is last minute shopping. And even if you get the crap you want or not, the countdown, the ending of Con, and then rushing before the security gets you uh, pushes you out. I wasn't thinking about that. No, that that's for I, me. I, I know that is for me. You know, that yeah. would be, that is always, a, for me, a traditional proper ending. Yay! Yeah. Let's get out of here before the, the, the security get, kicks us out. You know, that sort of thing. Right. Well, obviously, it's not existent this year. Yeah, okay. So, that's one negative. That's your little thing. Okay. That's your little thing. But, um... Alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, here's the thing. Marvel and DC didn't have enough panels. Um, yeah, so Marvel and DC didn't have enough panels. Did they cancel any? No. Not that I know of. Um, but like I said, Marvel and DC didn't have enough panels. Hollywood didn't show up this year. Not surprised. Um, there wasn't that much anime stuff. There was like few here and there. Like little pockets of it. Not too much. You know, I was surprised that 
a lot of the anime or manga industries didn't decide to do any panels this year. Well, well, online panels. Yeah, they got you know, you know, they got their issues with the coronavirus going on. Yeah, well, let alone they, the let alone the Olympics. So, like I said, that's that's kind of involved in it. Well, right, but the thing was like, okay, the Olympics is next year. Don't they? They know it. I know it. The world knows it. So you know. But not only that, but I'm just saying, like the anime industry could have just at least had a couple panels out there. They could have just, they could have done just like how they did with the with the Lucha Libre, you know, talk subtitles. That's all they could have done. That mm. what was going to stop them? Nothing. Not only that, there wasn't really that much gaming um, panels as well. I. Um, I'm not talking about gaming as in video games or tabletop games or anything. I'm like gaming as a whole. There were panels, but you had to go on Discord or you had to go on Twitch. That was also another thing too. If you wanted to find a certain thing or a certain panel, you had to you kind of had to dig for it. You had to go dive for it, digitally dive do, for it. Do people had to pay for some of those panels? No. Not not necessarily, but the only way you can access them is if you actually had, especially when it came to Discord, you needed a Discord account. Mm. Twitch, on the other hand, not so much. You didn't need it. You just, oh, the thing was, you gotta have to find it. You kind of had to do a little search in order to find it. Mm. You know. So that was the thing, and then. Um, there wasn't that much interaction. There wasn't that much interaction. Like, yeah, I mean, when it came no, when it came to the panels, you know, the commentary section was turned off. Oh, so there wouldn't be any like you know um, any questions or what have you, and blah blah blah. Like questions or people asking or saying if they liked it or not. You know, or feedback or give good feedback. Well, one sensible reason would be because of connectivity issues. It wouldn't be no connectivity issues. Um, well, you know, I mean, you're going to go you against literally, almost literally the world uh, for one simple little question, but then go to the next, 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 and then everybody's sharing the same map. There could possibly, there could have been snafus. Mm. You know, hypothetically. But yeah, hypothetically, but still, they still could have moderated it. They still could have, you know, the algorithm was good enough to actually to do it. Or maybe they just randomize. Or they could have randomized it, or they could have just picked one out. Mm. You know? How hard was that? No, it's not that hard. Mm. You know? Um, And like I said, like, if you wanted to do a lot of things, or see a lot of things, they were kind of scattered out throughout the net. Uh, Like I said, Amazon, Amazon had their own virtual con. Problem with that one was that (laughs) it was just... Kind of plain and simple. It was plain and simple. And this is Amazon we're talking about. Amazon. Yeah, I've been seeing you trying to get that... Uh, they had like a swag thing or something. Yeah, I just gave up after the third day. Um, but no, I'm saying... This is Amazon. A company that's worth like over... Almost a billion or more. And they put up a... They put up an inky dinky virtual con. Well, I wasn't present when that yeah. happened. What do they have? It just like the same stuff you could you could have seen on 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 the Comic Con YouTube channel. 
Same stuff. Same thing. They could have sold exclusives. No, nope. what they did? No, no, no. You could have made it interactive. No, no, they didn't. Then you had FX. FX kind of had something going on that was a little interactive and everything like that. Um, but it was okay. You know, Adult Swim had their own thing going on. You know, but it was really hush-hush. You didn't know about it until the damn thing was over. Mm. You know, you had to be like known to the... You gotta be, yeah, you had to be in the known to the know to know that. Um... The virtual exhibit hall. Alright, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to give my two cents on it. It was okay. Wasn't the greatest thing in the world. Some of the vendors that I wanted to go, that I usually go and shop and stuff like that, for some reason, couldn't buy any of their things. Because either A, it directly, it took me directly to a different website to go buy things. You know, or like for example, I wanted to get a certain book from a certain artist, you know, that I truly respect and admire. And it says, you know, click here if you want to buy, go to uh, to said page to buy it, to purchase it. So I was like, okay, why the hell do I need to go to AOL? Why did it send me to AOL? Throughout from Wednesday to today, it sent me to AOL. You know, and and there was other websites, and there was other sites too, like other vendors, where I went and clicked and I wanted to get something. Where they took me, took me some backlog thing, or it sent me to Amazon. Oh, so you can buy it, or, or just straight up the Amazon home website, and you're like, well, what am I doing here? Yeah, I I know this was like thrown together in the last minute and everything. Don't get me wrong. I'll give credit where credit was due. They they try to make this work, yeah. But if you're gonna try to make this work, at least do a test run. Outsource it. Do an outsource test run or something like that. Or have someone you know man the ship while it was going live and see how everything was going. But well, one takeaway from this is like. You know, in my case, the exclusives, well, I guess they weren't really that appealing to me. You know, usually it's like, you know, oh, oh, shit, you know, the new, (laughs) I have to say this, you know, the new Transformers thing, blah, you know, like, and, um, but then you actually get the details on it, and it turns out for the price, it's not really, um, it wasn't really worth it. Yeah. I mean, I wound up getting a, um, I did buy something. The only thing I bought was the, uh, um, was a, was, the was hoodie. It, yeah, it was, it was just a hoodie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just a hoodie. Yeah, see, um, yeah, me, uh, I bought a shirt, Paradise, that was it. You know, and also, um, little tidbits from other local, from, from some of the, from some of the, uh, indie promotions and stuff here and there. But all in all, there wasn't really that much to buy. There wasn't really anything that was eye-catching. No. And what kind of hurt it was the... Um, who was involved with the shipping, anyway? 
I mean, I get the tax, but what was doing I don't the know. shipping? Was it the some independent thing that's doing? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, uh, the reason why he's saying this is nice. Okay, right, so I bought uh, so I bought a shirt from the Comic Con merch. Right. Okay. Yeah, and I bought some little other tidbits. Okay. I know it came out to be like almost $40. Shipping costed almost $10. I'm not going to get my shirt and my other and my other merch until like 4 to 6 weeks. I live in Southern California. And you know, and don't get me wrong, the the COVID thing, yeah, okay, yeah, I totally understand that and everything, but could have by now people already found a way or figured out how to work around this schedule of shipping or at least you know maybe one to two weeks you know like right after con is done and it, well con at home is done and everything's settled down you know maybe monday or maybe tuesday uh you know after after uh, the convention you know okay let's get to work yeah. and do it within one to two weeks yeah you know it's been like how many months since this whole COVID thing started? Like since March? Well, well, there's speculations. You know, it started in January, but but we won't get into yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I'll say no. Like here in California, like lockdown, right? March. Okay, yeah. So March. Okay, so April, May, June, July. Four months. They had four months to figure this out. So yeah. Either they're either either they're doing this so they can get leeway, so they can ship stuff out. If they if they needed that leeway, okay, at least uh, at least tell the truth about it, you know. Or they still haven't figured out how to ship. During was this there time. a thing? Was there a th- was there a thing that talked about it otherwise? You know, like like oh well, you know, let shipping, you know. Five, you know, five to ten business days, blah blah blah. Was it? Did it say something like that? No, it said four to six weeks. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So when is my my uh, hoodie coming? Um, four to six weeks. Mm-hmm. So. Well, we just gotta wait. Yeah. And pray it comes sooner, but mm-hmm. we don't know. Yeah. So the bottom line of this this whole convention was okay. They put it together in the last minute. Well, they no one. Let me take that back. Let me rephrase that. Okay. They they had a couple months to put this together. You know, this was like one big experiment. Overall, the experiment was okay. It wasn't great. It wasn't that bad. It was okay. There's a couple things that I think that they can improve on for next year that they can implement because I think one of the best things that I thought about this this Comic Con at Home event was that it could sh- it showed the rest of the world like this is what we are. This is why we are famous. Well, you know, this is why um, that said convention is famous. You know. Ah, I think I, I think I know what you're trying to go through. Mm-hmm. Assuming that you know this COVID thing is finally, well, 
hypothetically hypothetically dealt with in a way that it'll allow us to you know try to stabilize our lives and it allows us to you know connect again physically with our loved ones you know hugging and all that stuff and shaking hands blah 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 um and if we do if we all get to come back next year Mm -hmm. you know in person at the convention center blah 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 blah, hypothetically it we could hopefully they could be like you know the convention could be like hey um i mean accessibility wise it was a success you know you Mm -hmm. can't you can't you can't go wrong with that i mean they, they did a good job with accessibility right so why don't we just keep that feature for everybody who can't make it Mm-hmm. You know, somebody from Scandinavia who wanted to go couldn't, you know, maybe not afford or couldn't get his ticket. Yeah. Well, that's all right. Boom. There's, you could uh, see some of the stuff going on live. Right. Exactly. You know, not necessarily have to be like Hall H or Ballroom 20, but you can give them to like, you know, see what's going on outside of the convention or inside on the exhibit hall or even um, maybe certain panels. That no, were like, bring back a better version of the uh, virtual uh, virtual exhibit hall. Yeah, you know, um, you know, have them have everyone else get get a chance. Yeah, that that you know they don't have a badge, they can't or and or they can't make it to San Diego in time. Mm-hmm. You know, give them a, give them a fair chance like everyone else, but you know, in their own separate line, you know, with internet, you know, blah blah blah. blah. Right. You know, while uh, supplies last, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, it, it'll feel like, you know, getting the tickets themselves. Yeah. But at least there is an opportunity for them to join in. And if they get in, and gar- there should be gar- guaranteed a spot to get an exclusive or, or whatever they want. Yeah. See, the, I can see the positive of that, like I said, hypothetically. You know, I can see the positive of that. You know, this would be a great way for the rest of the world to see what makes what made this convention so special, so beloved. You know, and you know, being the talk of the town, especially when you have well nowadays you got bigger conventions like what Gen Con and which is bit way bigger. Um, but even then, the talk of the town is always Comic Con. Well, Gen Con's great. I wish I can go to Gen Con. Yeah. Just it's always at the worst time of the year for me. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Well, that's why Comic Con will always be the talk of the town. It's it's at a. You know, July is a perfect month to get out of wherever you are, and it could be crappy weather, or you know, you got something going on somewhere. Then you come here to San Diego. We got a vacation. There's a vacation uh, atmosphere. You know, the weather's always beautiful mm. or cloudy, but there's a good reason for that. Cool down, mm-hmm. and um, you know, there's that excitement going on. Right. Even if you don't have a badge, there's a, you know, there's there's gas lamp and. Blah blah blah, yeah. But it it could be possible that you know for those people who can't make it, let them have a taste too, even if it's virtual. Yeah. So yeah, overall, um, the virtual Comic Con at home, it kind of set the precedent of okay, from here on out, every other convention that's going to do an online event should try to do what they did. Maybe improve on it. Learn from certain mistakes. mistakes. Yeah, learn from that. You know, try to be more, like definitely have to be more interactive. Definitely there has to be some form of interaction between um, 
the events, the panels, and the people. They should at least let the people be interactive with one another, even if you have like a chat room or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I think interaction is very, a very important thing. But overall, I think uh, Comic Con at home, it was okay. Uh, not the best thing in the world, but at least they did. They they brought some form of entertainment for everyone who usually loves to go to this convention. So I have to give respect for that. Mm. I really do. They could have just said no and not do it, but they went out their way and try to make try to make this work. And uh, if and if it comes back to you know either doing this again for next year or we get to come back, at least keep it for everyone else. Yeah. yeah. Except they'll be finally seeing um, how everything works and what's going on. Right. Kind of like uh, Comic Ed and Nico Nico, though unfortunately we can't see the insides, or or at least see certain panels. Right. Um, but you know, uh, as far as uh, San Diego Comic Con, you know, keep it and uh, you know show everybody what's going on. Show why everybody does the same thing every day for five days. You know, either hunting for exclusives or seeing the panels or you know. Or just meeting friends that you only get to see at this convention. Mm-hmm. Well, camaraderie. Yeah. But have everybody see how it works and why it, you know, that makes this convention very special. Yeah. Okay. All right. So thank you guys so much for joining us this week. Um, we're going to take a break um, for about a week or so. Um, we'll we'll be back on in like August, you know. We haven't we like I'll I'll be honest. We we kind of we're a little burned out, and um, you know, not with just the whole COVID situation, but you know, we've been doing our best to try to like bring you everything as much as we can. So we kind of like we need like a little time off to get our batteries recharged and stuff like that. Uh, who knows? Maybe we might take a week only, or maybe, or maybe two. But definitely, we'll be back sometime either before August or the first week of August. Well, technically, uh, um, well, since this is today's the twenty sixth, mm-hmm. uh, I'm checking the calendar real quick. Uh, Saturday, this coming Saturday, uh-huh. is the first day of August. Ah, uh, okay. All right. Well then. Yeah. See. So. So, how about an estimation? Alright, we'll be back by August 8th. Yeah, let's just take those two weeks off. Mm. Yeah, let's just do August, that. what, 8th, 9th? 8th, 9th, yeah, we'll be back by then. Let's take a little breather. So. But but just in case, just to let you guys know, if there's any um, breaking news or anything like that, or stuff that we need to talk about, we'll, we'll be back and we'll let you know. So, until then... Um, my name is Captain Katz. And I am We Are Cats. Alright, thank you guys so much. I hope you guys have a great time. Have a wonderful week. Like I said, we'll be back in two weeks. August 8th, 9th, we'll be back. We're just going to take like a little breather. So until then, you guys take care. Have fun. Keep in touch with us on on uh, social media. You can look us or on the, on the site itself and everything. And we'll get back with you in a week or two. Okay? Until then, take care. Have a good one. Stay safe outside. Put on your mask. Wash your hands. You know, do your physical distancing and everything. And be kind to others. You know, until then, take care. Yo-ho.